Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Dolphins in Depth podcast. I'm Daniel Yafusi. <laughs> that is David Neal. Thanks so much for tuning in. Quick reminder before we start, make sure to subscribe to the Miami Hero YouTube page. Like, share, comment, as well as subscribe to the Miami Hero. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, yes, do that. We get sports. We get other stuff. We got everything. We got, we got everything. We got plastic surgery deaths. We got, <laughs> we got it all. We got big snakes. Gators. <laughs> Everything you can imagine, we got it. Ladies and gentlemen, the drought is over. At least one half. Of the <laughs> slow, you know, slow down. <laughs> one half of the droughts. I have to correct myself. Your Miami Dolphins are back in the NFL playoffs. The Dolphins, it took care of business last Sunday. 11-6 win over the New York Jets at home, Hard Rock Stadium. They took care of the first half of business. On the other half, they got the help that they needed. The Buffalo Bills took care of the New England Patriots. And the combination of those two outcomes pushed the Dolphins back into the playoffs for the first time since 2016. We haven't had we haven't been able to talk about the Dolphins in the postseason for a long time, but that's what we're doing this week. You haven't been able to talk about it ever. Uh, ever. Ever. <laughs> but the Dolphins. You yeah. haven't been able to talk about it since 2016. Yeah, yeah. You know, some of us were around in 2008. And yeah. before that, you got to go back to like the Clinton years. But, uh, you know, I ain't talking George. Uh, <laughs> no. Nah, but yeah, the Dolphins are back in the dance uh, as the AFC's number seven seed. And in their first playoff game in a while, I mean they're they're, uh, they're going to be facing a, an opponent an opponent with which they are well acquainted. Uh, they're heading back to Buffalo Orchard Park to take on the Bills, the number two seed on Sunday, one p.m. CBS. I'm excited for that game, and I'm sure all of you are as well. But that game, I mean, there's a lot of question marks surrounding that game, and we're going to get into all of that, starting with, of course, the most important question development uncertainty who is going to start at quarterback for the Miami Dolphins now obviously started to attend by law has missed the last two games in concussion protocol he didn't play against the Patriots didn't play in the regular season finale although the Dolphins were able to take care of business just I mean it was tough but they got there <laughs> they took they, they took care of business and it was it was down to the last second but they got there uh behind Skylar Thompson last Sunday but Mike McDaniel on Monday said that there's no, there's been no update to the status of uh, Tua while he's in concussion protocol. Um, he said he's hoping to get some more clarity on Wednesday regarding his status. But by all indications, he's still in the early stages of that five step process to return. Um, I, we we all know if Tua can play. I mean, he's, he's the, he finished the regular season as the league's highest rated passer. 
He's the leader, the captain of this team, of this offense. Um, but if he cannot play, then we kind of look back to whether it's going to be Skylar Thompson, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater obviously uh, backed up Skylar Thompson last weekend because of that dislocated pinky on his right throwing hand. But he continues to get better, and the assumption is that if healthy, if he can make all the throws, the Dolphins would roll with the veteran. But again, it's a lot different than rolling out there with your starter. The question is, though, if Tua is medically cleared, should he play? Now, I know uh, ever since he was diagnosed, really with his first concussion, that, w- that was a big point of, of contention, of talk, of discourse from a lot of people. Uh, you know, this is obviously the second diagnosed concussion that he's had this season. The third suspected head injury dating to week three when he bumped his head, was evaluated for a head injury and came back in. We know what happened. Investigation, rule changes, all that good stuff. Uh, but Tua came back, um, played very well up until, you know, this late season stretch where the Dolphins went 0-4 in the month of December. And then obviously that was capped by him hitting his head and the day after the Green Bay Packers game on Christmas Day, being diagnosed with this second concussion this season. Um, this has been this second kind of development with this second concussion has been a lot, lot more different than uh than the first one. I mean, I think that there was a little more transparency in terms of where exactly he is in uh the protocol. Uh, having got as much updates from Mike McDaniel, he said, I'm just focusing on today and today only. Once he gets cleared, then we'll start to think about his status. But again, uh, this is the Dolphins' first playoff game in five, six years. Um, I think there's a lot of a lot of people just wondering, is there any possible chance Tua can come back? Um, even before the Dolphins clinched this playoff berth, I mean, there was a lot of discussion about when that timetable may be and whether he should return. Um, you know, we all know, you know, what happens, what comes with head injuries, the the likelihood of sustaining another head injury as, as Tua did this season. And there are a lot of people saying Tua should just shut it down for the rest of the season. And I think that uh, when he does at some point become medically cleared, I mean, that's, that, that's going to be a legitimate question. Like, if he gets cleared this week, and he gets a week of practice, you put him out there knowing that he just was recently diagnosed with a second concussion, or do you kind of just shelf it and, and, and be safe? I mean, I, I tend to say, and this is very tough because head injuries are a little bit different from, you know, if you're dealing with a, with a shoulder injury or, you know, you're dealing with a knee injury. I mean, we know that at times when you do sustain those concussions, you're more susceptible to sustaining another one um so it's a little different than you know if tool was dealing with a knee injury with a shoulder injury um and you're like hey okay well here's the percent risk of you know damaging it further or you know re-aggravating the injury i mean it's it's a little different there but i tend to think and i think that the dolphins will operate the same way whereas like they're just going to follow the medical professional professional so when Tua was first diagnosed with that concussion Mike Bettino said hey I'm gonna put him out there until he's clear once he's cleared all right then we're good to go even with the second concussion I, I tend to say that you you think the same way and I'm not I might even thinking I might even going to the point of well this is uh you know a big playoff game you know we got to rush him back I'm simply saying like if he's clear to play and he's good to go. And the medical professionals say, you know, they they give him, you know, they they check it off and he say he's good to go. Um, I, I think I think you put him out there if he gets that week of practice and he and he's ready to go. I mean, I think, you know, looking back to the first time he came back from the concussion and what the doctor said, I mean, he said the doctors told him that he has no uh chance of, you know, 
react or you know, stay another head injury as compared to, to anybody else. I, I, obviously, we know that I thought that was kind of a, a weird comment in the sense of like, we know what happens with concussions. Like, you know, there, you do kind of sometimes become susceptible, susceptible to other ones. Um, but again, I mean, if he has the medical clearance and they say he is safe as it is, I mean, there's always going to be a risk with head, head injuries. I mean, that that's simple matter of fact, and we're not downplaying that. But, you know, if Tua gets that clearance, and he's the medical professionals say that he is quote unquote safe to proceed with practice and play. I think you put him out there. Um, there might be some rust from a strictly football standpoint, as we saw when he came back against the Steelers. But again, and I keep on saying if he has the clearance, I say you go out there and, and you see how he looks throughout the week and, and then you get him ready to play in a big playoff game. Uh, I mean, obviously if he's medically cleared, then you know, you, you see how he looks in practice and, um, it, you know, if he, yeah, he, if he's medically cleared and you see how he looks in practice, if he looks okay. You put him out there. Um, this is a, it's, this, this, this the, the Dolphins are in and the Dolphins coaching staff is kind of in a no win situation here. Yeah. Um, or, or it's not a no win situation. It's just uh, it's kind of you gotta. It's it's like shooting. It's like in Star Wars and they're shooting the shooting at the thing at the end when they you gotta just hit it just right because you're to blow up the Death Star because you know you can you if you're cautious and you hold him out and then you go with Skylar Thompson or which you're you're losing. You're, you're done. I mean, Skylar Thompson could, you know, he couldn't get in the end zone against the Jets at home, you know, with the playoffs on the line. You you, you think that offense is going to put, put up enough points against Buffalo in Orchard Park to, you know, to, to have any shot? No. You know, you go with Teddy. You know, Teddy's got, and Teddy's got the pinky problem here, and it, it always – Kills me how the lower on the arm you go, the bigger the problem is. Because <laughs> it, you know, it's it might be just your pinky, but that's you know the way you hold the ball and everything. That's just yeah. just just everything. And so, you know, if you if if somehow Teddy can go, uh, you know, then you have a you have a narrow shot. Like, like if. You you if you play Tua and you don't win and he takes a little bit of a beating, then, then everybody's kind of looking at you. There's, like, there's optics. There, there's you, certainly you really need to do that. Yeah. And then yeah. you know, the, but you know, the other thing that happens is if you play Tua and you know you win, then it looks like, okay. Well, you know, you yeah you believed in the met, you know. You believed in. You followed the doctors. You played. You played by the rules. You did everything you were supposed to do, and you came out okay. Um, you know that's kind of what needs to. That's the only way you kind of win this this decision. Um, look, it's it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. And and let's be frank. While everybody 
can say they're concerned about Tua's health and Tua's health is paramount. And yes, he is a, you know, it's going to sound very, very cold, but it's very, very, I guarantee you this is how they're talking about in, you know, front offices. He is a commodity. You know, they have, he is their quarterback for the, if they believe he's their quarterback for the future, he is a commodity to them. He, he is a commodity they need to take care of. So there is, I'm sure there's discussion of, yeah, do we really need to roll the dice here with this valuable commodity on a game that uh, with all, with everything else going on with this team, it doesn't look like, it looks like you've got a slim chance of winning. Do you need to, th- you know, put those chips on the table or do you just say, okay, look, let's get it together. Let's, let's never mind. Let's see what we can do. Uh, hope Teddy can go. If he can't, well, okay, fine. Let's hope for the miracle with Skylar. And if we don't get it, fine. Let's come back next year. You know, you get we're nine and eight. We're, we're nine and eight, and don't have to go on the road to Buffalo. And if we somehow escape that, then we got to go on the road to where? You know, In the city. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, <laughs> right. Um, you know, how many miracles, you know, do we, can we expect out of the rookie seven, you know, with the rookie seventh round pick at quarterback? Yeah. So that conversation might also be going on and, and, and it should be going on because, you know, this is, you know, this is an, this is an ongoing, this is a, this is a team with a, hopefully with a future. So and this is a quarterback with you hope a future. So you got to kind of bring that into it. And, you know, this is a quarterback who you have a lot of time and money tied up in. So like I say, it's there's not there's not a good decision here. Um just on the unless Sky looks terrible in practice and Tua looks great. And you know, and Teddy just can't go. Yeah, Teddy Flat can't go, which is which entirely possible. Again, you know, um, you know, if it was on the non-throwing hand, Teddy'd be able to go. On the throwing hand, you you got problems, and Teddy doesn't have the best. You know, he's not sitting there with a howitzer at the end of his arm, any at you know, hanging off his right side as it is. So. I think you would look at that. I, I would look at practice unless, like I said, unless Skylar Thompson looks just absolutely abysmal and Tua looks great. Even if he's cleared, I'd say, yeah. That's 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 air on the side of caution. That's let's just let's let's go with the kid. And and you know, hey, if you get out of it this week, if you know Skylar Thompson pulls off this miracle or somehow you somehow win that game. Okay, then then maybe you say, okay, look, let's let's pull let's pull two out. We've given him another week after the clearance, you know, give another week of practice, then you go with it. Um that's I think that's the way I look at it. And that's how I'd look at it from a it's it's not from a it's from a kind of a practical standpoint of long term. Is this your guy? Is this your guy? Do you really wanna risk him in a if not high risk, kind of medium risk, low probable reward, you know, 
you know, in sports, you know, always, I always know who you are, know where you are, and know who your opponent is. And, you know, those are just the, it sounds very basic, but too often uh, teams and managers, coaches, other players, that's where they make their mistake. They don't know who they are and they don't, you know, they don't acknowledge who they are and where they are. And they don't acknowledge, you know, kind of who they're going against or, or, you know, or, and acknowledge it in a way of the strengths and weaknesses. Sometimes they, you know, sometimes there were times you, I'd see, you see things happen during games and you're going, you do realize you can, you can take him. You can, you, you can punk that guy, right? You, you realize you can, you can little boy him, you know? Um, so I think if you're the Dolphins and you know those three things, honestly, and it's do that honest analysis, you go, not now, not now, not, uh, not in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure as as McDaniel said, I mean, they're, they're kind of taking it day by day. You know, if if two is not cleared, he's not even thinking about his return, but there's no doubt that that has to be in the back of, you know, his mind. Chris Greer's mind, a lot of the higher ups who are kind of going to be discussing, you know, whether it is right if he gets cleared to, to bring him back. And I'm sure, obviously, uh, again, the magnitude of the situation and the game coming up and the fact that, you know, they they have played this team very tough and, you know, they they think that with two in the lineup, they have a really good shot. I'm sure that that all uh, plays a, a big role in, you know, kind of the, the whole thought process. But again, uh, Tua still hasn't been cleared yet. McDaniel said he wants, uh, he, he's hoping to get more clarity on his status on Wednesday when we'll speak to him. Um, and we'll definitely have updates there. Uh, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back on the side of things, we got to still discuss this game, whether or not Tua does play. Uh, is there any chance the Dolphins can pull off the upset? We're going to discuss that in all areas, uh, all facets of this game. So stay locked with us. What's going on, everybody? Still here on the Dolphins of that podcast with David Neal talking all things Dolphins. Now, in the first half, we discussed... Tua Tungabailoa's pending, maybe, expected, possible return for the Dolphins. First playoff game in several, several years against the Bills on Sunday. Six years. I'm <laughs> not several, several years. That's an eternity in football. Several, football. several. No, it's been several, several. They won a playoff game. <laughs> hey, six but, years in the NFL is like two generations. That That's a long time. But – <laughs> that's a long time Kickers, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but regardless but regardless whether Tua can or cannot play the Dolphins will be taking their best or what they have uh up to New York to Orchard Park to face the Bills a Bills team who they split the regular season meeting with in week three down here in Miami Gardens they came away with a big two-point win that was like I mean that was really their coming out party like we're here three and zero start beating their arch rival a couple months later uh, they return to New York to face the the bills as a reeling team, you know, coming off two straight losses, some struggles with two on the offense. Um, And it was kind of a bounce back game for, for the dolphins. Uh, There were a lot of questions about how they're going to do in frigid temperatures, snow, cold weather winds, all that. Snow wasn't really much of a factor to the end of the game, but nonetheless, Tua actually played very, very well Threw for about 200 yards, two touchdowns, but the Buffalo did come away with the last second win on a game-winning kick. Uh, so, again, they split 
the, split the regular seating meeting one and one, one to one. The Bills are obviously won the division. Um, but I think that this is a Dolphins team that, as I said before, if Tua plays, I mean, they have a lot of reasons to be confident, especially because of that second matchup. Um, that was on the road. That was in, you know, that type of, you know, cold weather atmosphere that a lot of people questioned whether the Dolphins could thrive in. It was in the midst of kind of what would be kind of the the worst stretch of the season for them. Um, and they went toe-to-toe. I mean, they, they literally went blow for blow with the Bills. I, I don't want to say, like, I don't think too much of the first meeting, but it seemed like that was just such a such a an anomaly with you know the Bills running ninety plays, the Dolphins running like thirty nine or whatever it was. It, it was just like like and the fact that they only scored nineteen points in that game. Now obviously you give credit to the you give credit to the Dolphins defense for stepping up, but we did see in that second meeting, uh, they when they possessed the ball, you know they went up and down the field and they scored at will, and it was one of those kind of back and forth games where we've always wondered can two a kind of thrive and go toe-to-toe with the elite quarterbacks i think tua answered a lot of questions uh in that game now obviously the concussion has kind of thrown a wrench in things we still don't know if he's going to be available but and i say this is the big if he can play if he returns i think the dolphins have a really really good shot to pull off the upset in a game where literally the entire like they're it's it's kind of you know when teams say it's uh it's us against the world that that's literally what it's going to be because obviously uh we we know the Bills came into the season as the preseason favorite um they have the storyline kind of working out for them with uh we we all saw um what happened in their first game since uh, uh Demar Hamlin's tragic uh, cardiac arrest them returning the opening kickoff I mean they're they're the feel good story and everyone is <laughs> if they're not if they don't expect the Bills to win. I mean, there's just a lot of support and root and uh, you know, people rooting for that franchise as it should be. You know, it's been great that everyone has kind of surrounded that franchise and that team has supported them. Um, but this is a game where it's you know, if you it kind of epitomizes us against the world because nobody's expecting them to win, especially if Tua doesn't play. But if Tua is there and there might be some rust, uh, I mean, I think we I think we, we've seen that this is an offense that can make big plays against uh against the Bills defense. Now, the big question is, what do you do with Josh Allen? And I don't know what you do with Josh Allen because the Dolphins, the Dolphins have seen him for for five years now, and they've only been successful twice. Now, obviously, they the most recent one was just a couple months ago in Week Three, um, but I mean, he still got his numbers. I mean, he still threw for four hundred yards, ran for about fifty, um, threw a couple touchdowns. I mean, he he's gonna get his. And, and the big question for the Dolphins this week is like, and really outside of two in the offense, the the primary question is like, how do you limit that offense? I'm not really sure how they do that because, you know, they've done it all. They play man, they play zone, they have a spy. It just seems like it doesn't matter, man. That's what happens when you when you face those elite caliber quarterbacks. I mean, it's never like stopping them. We just try to limit them. Um, and again, if Tua can play, if somehow he can get into the lineup, um, you know, I think that they can go blow to blow. And it's one of those things where like you either hope that you get the ball last uh in a in a late game situation or you know you you kind of hope that your defense can can force a turnover you get lucky i mean when you get to the playoffs it's like momentum is everything i mean we, we always say there's no way to quantify momentum but you know it when you see it and you know a playoff game is one where like things can spiral very very quickly in either direction if you get a lucky bounce like if you 
get a muffed punt and you recover it. You get a lucky kind of fumble that bounces into your hands. And then the turnover margin turns your and turns in your favor. I mean, that type of stuff. I mean, the, the Dolphins are going to need that, frankly. Like, I don't, I don't, while I do think the Dolphins can go blow for blow with the Bills, I think in this type of high stakes environment where everyone's going to be on their P's and Q's, everyone's going to try to be on point. You do need a, a little bit of luck. You need, you need that, that one turnover, that kind of mishap, that big play um, that kind of gets the momentum rolling. The Dolphins have been able to, to, to force some turnovers against Josh Allen. I mean, we saw in the first matchup, they got a strip sack that was deep in their territory. Set, oh, excuse me. For video, I just just uh just knocked over my my laptop for people I uh, can't watch right now. That was, um, that was the end of the last Spielberg movie, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, but, okay. but you know, uh, spoiler but, alert. <laughs> but you know, in, in terms of you know forcing turnovers, they've been able to do it. You know, we, we saw in week three they got a they got a strips uh stack, uh, recovered it, short touchdown run a couple plays later. Um, even in the in, in the second matchup, you know, they were able to get a fumble recovery that I believe they turned into a field goal or, or something. They didn't turn into a touchdown, which I think you have to do. I mean, this is one of those games where, and I wrote about it in my film study, you know, it, it's not a field position game. Like, I think last week against the Jets was a field position game where you have a quarterback, you have a third-string quarterback, you have a struggling offense, and it's like, all right, if we punt and we pin you inside your 20, we're cool with that because we're confident in our defense to get a quick stop, and then we get the ball back in a uh, in good field goal position. I mean, uh, you know, field position. This isn't that type of game. I think this is, especially if you have, because you know Josh Allen is going to get his. You know he's going to put up points. I mean, I don't think if the Dolphins limit the Bills' offense to 19 points again with with Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater, they. Have, I mean, they, they. You're talking about a legit shot to win that game, but I don't think that's the case. I think that they're going to score close to 30, maybe even more point, more points. I mean, we saw them put up 32 in the last meeting. So this is a game where you know, McDaniel has shown a willingness to go for it on fourth down. I think sometimes, even if you do, even if you do have maybe a 40-yard field goal or whatever, and you're facing fourth and two, you go for it because you know the field goal is good, but the guy on the other side is scoring touchdowns, and you can't go blow for blow touchdowns with field goals. I mean, that's the match just isn't going to work there. Um, I think it's a game where even if you have a backup in there, you know, you got to kind of roll the dice a couple times and hope that you can turn those those uh you know those long drives into touchdowns instead of field goals because you know you're it's it's a game where you know you're gonna have to put up some points. I think yeah, it's. It... And, but also you have to know under feel the flow of the game. Exactly. That that's you true. That's feel true. The flow. And that's sure. and that's that's something that I yeah, think you don't you don't, oh man, okay. you don't, you don't just you don't just look at the point. analytics. You don't just look at the right. analytics sheet and go, right. okay, we're gonna go for it. You gotta have a feel, of course. I am one of these people, I am one of these people who always believes if you start the game and you you, know, you get a touchdown or a touchdown first drive, let's say, and you're rolling down, you walk down the field again and you're in field goal range, and you know. You got you got a fourth interpreter and a chip shot field goal. I'm one of those people who says take the chip shot field goal because they don't know that they can stop you yet. They still don't know they can stop you. You know if they stop you on fourth and one, you're like okay, well you got them pinned up. Yeah, but they know they can stop you from scoring. If you kick the field goal, they don't know they can stop you. They still don't think that. They're still thinking, oh, dang on, okay, at least we got them to a field goal. All right, the, the, the momentum kind of kind of swings their favor if they get a stop on fourth down. Right, exactly. Which, which uh, I always go back to. The game that I always think of, uh, Texas and USC back in the Rose Bowl, the Vince Young game, USC rolls the touchdown. Okay, and Texas isn't doing anything. USC walks down the field again, and you know, fourth down they they went for it. Okay, 
they made a really predictable fo- predictable quarterback sneak call. Texas packed in like everybody between Austin to Dallas in like the in between the guards and stopped them. And then the game kind of swung right there. And you see that happen a, a lot, I think. That, but I'm always, hey, feel the game, feel the game, and you know that was something that they. I'm not sure they were doing really well the other day, at least early. That fourth and going for that fourth and five, I was like, I I didn't mind that. I, I, uh, oh that oh that was dumb. I didn't mind it. That was that I, I didn't was, mind it. That was I mean that was they they were in the I same spot. To, I would drug up. test everybody right hold there. Hold up, hold up, hold up. They were in the same spot a couple of drives later. I, I don't remember exactly what the score was, and instead of passing it, they did a sleep. So I believe it was Wilson, they and they got it, and nobody said they anything. got they got it with Jeff Wilson. Okay, but I was fine with early it. on they had not done jack and that. Not done, Jack. This is clearly going to be a field position game. Nobody's doing anything. Punt it, get it deep. They got bailed out because, like, Zerline is the field yeah. goal at the other end. Okay. But so you can play the result a little bit, but it, you didn't have much to do with that result that came out well for you. Uh, if Zer, I mean, Zerline missed the field goal. You didn't make him miss the field goal, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you should, you should have. That was an obvious punt it, get it deep pin them deep, you know, then you, then you play the field position game. This is obviously probably not going to be that kind of game. And when you get, when you get a turnover, yeah, you got to stick that bat. Now that, that is say you get a turnover, really got to stick that bad boy in the end zone. Even if it's, you know, you got third and 15 and you're on the 25. Okay. Don't, you know, you got to try to get that first down. Don't sit there and think, don't tell the guy, Hey, we got, we probably got a field goal here. Don't try. No, you got to try to get that first down. You know, don't, don't play it safe and think we, you have the field goal. Um, you don't be, you want to, you have to get something more. The, I remember watching the Dolphins. This feels a little similar to the 2008 playoff game they were in against the Ravens where you just knew the Ravens were better, but you're thinking, okay, they've got the Dolphins, maybe a couple of things break their way and they got an early fumble. And they only got a field goal out of it. And they they moved nowhere and got a field goal out of it. And you just kind of felt like, yeah, that's not going to be getting it done. And, um, you know, you, you could just feel kind of the air out of the place. You, I think they have, you know, they, one thing I think they definitely can't let happen is, they can't let they can't let you know things snowball really early and you know buffalo snow yeah right but but i mean you know the metaphorical snowball of this is a jacked up buffalo crowd you know it's the playoffs plus you have recent events in buffalo but on top of that you know everybody they're going to be ready to go and everybody's, you know, the energy in that stadium is going to be flowing. You can't, you can't, you can't give up that opening kickoff touchdown. <laughs> you know, special like, teams have like, been a little like, lucky, so <laughs> like like the Patriots did yeah. just last week. I mean, you can't, yeah. you can't, you give up that touchdown. Okay, just say okay, thank you very much. Don't waste everybody's time. Just get your butt back on the bus, back on the plane, head to Miami Gardens. You know, have the have the meetings that night, and let's finish it up. Because you, that's they're not coming back from that. They're not coming back from that. They're not coming back from 
they can't have the special teams faux pas. They can't, you know, and goof ups and the the big stuff happen early. They can't, you know, they, they just can't get down. I don't, I see this bit, you know, if you want to, if they want to go back and forth, that's fine, but they can't, they have to go back and forth. They can't take, you know, the combination of shots because they're going to get knocked out. Yeah, they're they're going to look up and it's, you know, they're suddenly they're down 17. Yeah. And, and, you know, this game's got, this game's going to be pretty much over. Then they're going to start doing some things that they don't want to do. And it just, you know, the, the pass rush, uh, the Bills pass rush gets going. Um, uh, You know, the Bills might even occasionally run the ball. And uh, that, that's the one thing that I think, my play in the Dolphins favorite is that just the the Bills match up offensively well against the Dolphins' weakness. Um, they don't run the ball well. The Dolphins stop the run very well. They don't run the ball well, but it, it does put a lot on Josh Allen. It really, really does, and he doesn't have many bad days, especially but, in the postseason. But recently, yeah, but you, know, and, you never know. Yeah, you you know, some days, some sometimes it's just it's just not your day. Things just don't go right. They you know you you miss open receivers, you overthrow things, you're too jacked up, you can't get things going right, and then suddenly you look up and it's a game in the fourth quarter when you're thinking why why are we still why are we still here or we should be decisively better than this team, and you start having a lot of doubt and you start playing with that doubt. The you know the Dolphins need something good to happen early, and I mean and that. And they need a couple good things to happen early, you know. Nice long drive for a touchdown. Uh, you know, obviously turnover, uh, a turnover, a, a stop on a fourth down. You know, stop the Bills on fourth down. That's you know that you need something to kind of take the energy down. You know, because you're gonna be they're gonna be pretty jacked up too. They can you know the Dolphins can feed on it too, but you they need something to take the energy down. And then, you know, and, uh, you know, then, then they can to where it's manageable because uh, we've seen, we've seen this, <laughs> you know, we've seen this, you know, over, you know, off of the years, you know, sometimes in Buffalo, sometimes in other stadiums, but you just, you've seen it so often in the playoffs where, you know, especially you just teams get going early and you got to kind of hang on and hang in there and don't, you know, don't lose it in the first, don't lose in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. At least give, you know. your, give yourself a shot in the end. Right. That's, that's all you can hope for. And again, yeah. uh, it's all, it's all contingent. You know, I feel like this is all contingent on, you know, whether to a place, because if I feel like, I feel like the game flow and, the, and kind of the game plan kind of changes if two is in there. I mean, if two is in there, you kind of you kind of get to open up the playbook completely. You get to maybe be a little more, you know, aggressive in decisions and whatnot. If not, you know, you got to kind of pick and choose your your, your spots. Um, you know, it's, again, again, because we don't know what two status is as of Tuesday night recording. This is kind of tough to, to say. I tend to think if Tua can't play, this is kind of one of those like. I think the defense will come 
will come fairly prepared. I think we'll probably get something in between uh, last, you know, in between both regular season meetings. So I don't think they're going to hold them to to 19, but maybe not 32 points. You know, I, I know that that game, uh, they were able to force a turnover, but they also gave up a late, you know, uh, a late drive at the end of the first half. They gave up, uh, obviously, the late drive to, to win the game. Um, I think they'll make some plays, but obviously Josh Allen's kind of the the X factor and the kind of the, he kind of erases all you know, we, we, you mentioned they don't have a, much of a run game, but he accounts for so much in the run game. And sometimes on the scrambles and design runs, sometimes you think you have accounted for, and then you don't. Uh, the Bills' defense is one that, while very good, I keep on saying they can. There's plays to be made. Um, the question is whether Teddy Bridgewater or Skylar Thompson can. Um, you know, when Teddy was in there in Week 17 against the Patriots, another really good defense. He moved the ball fairly well. I think the problem in week 17 was they didn't run the ball well. I mean, they were trying to run the ball early and often, and they just couldn't do it well. And Mike McDaniel was like, we wanted to stay out of third and long, da-da-da. I was like, I get that, but you got to run the ball well to, like, you know, to keep defenses honest. Uh, Skylar Thompson at least had the, the benefit of a really good run game on 18. I mean, in week 18, I think they ran for about 162 yards, 160 yards, the third highest total all season. Um, it's going to be a little tougher because it looks like they're not going to have Raheem Mostert who, who broke his thumb at the end of that game. Um, so, and, and it's, it's, it's unfortunate because he's played very, very well. He played very, very well against the Bills in that second matchup. Um, obviously, they're going to have Jeff Wilson this time around, and they didn't have him in the second meeting. Um, but, I mean, Raheem Mostert has become a really big part of this offense in terms of not only running the ball, but catching the ball, kind of being a check down guy for these uh, for these back quarterbacks. If he's not in there, it gets a little tougher to run the ball. Um, also, Teron Armstead, he's missed the last two games as well. We don't know his status. Um, if he's not in there, it kind of just makes life tough on the rest on the entire offensive line. Uh, you know, they're dealing with some other injuries, injuries with Brandon Shelley and whatnot. So there might be some shuffling. It's it's not, it is not uh, a situation conducive to success on Sunday in a playoff game. It's not, but I think Tua is the, the big X factor. I mean, that that's the big X factor for this entire game. If he's in there, things kind of change. I'm kind of making my prediction, assuming he's not going to be in the lineup. But I don't know. I think that the, I, I just I'm not reporting. I just I just think there's a shot. I don't know. Just my gut feeling says there's a shot. If he, I'll say this: if he if he returns to practice Wednesday, I think I think he'll play. That's my guess. If he's cleared to return to practice, whether it's the uh, whether it's just kind of because I, I know stage four, or so you got to work. You can return to practice, but you can only work by yourself with the trainer regardless. Uh, you know, I'm assuming he'll be in the meetings and whatnot, as he kind of has been. Uh, we were told, you know, over the past couple of weeks, if he returns on Wednesday, I think he plays. And then that's the big X factor. But right now, I will assume he's not playing. I'll say the Bills win 25 to 16. But I'm a, you know, I have the right to, you know, amend my prediction based off of whether Tua plays. And if he if he does play, I'll say this. The Dolphins have a good shot to win that game. But if not, uh, it's going to be it's going to be tough to let him. I think even if to a place, the Dolphins have problems in enough areas, and and you know you get the Mostert injuries, one of them, um, special teams, another. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's like like that's like that's that's an area where you need something extra other than just the punting advantage, which which is nice, but. You need something extra other than the punting advantage. 
Well, you, well, I was going to say, uh, one thing that just came to mind that I thought about when McDaniel kind of confirmed the severity of his injury is um, Mostert has been the primary kick returner. Haven't got a ton from him as far as kick returning, but I guess next up is Jalen Waddle. Obviously a little more dynamic player. Is there a possibility that with they put him back there to, for the playoff game, maybe you get a little bit more out of kick return? I'm, I'm thinking about I'm thinking more coverage. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, they they, they, they got to stop the other guys. Like, like you know, you get you you score you score. You're feeling good about yourself. All right, we're back. We're in this game. We're doing all right. We're doing that. Okay, <laughs> you know, um, which you know we've seen this from we've seen this from the Dolphins in, and we've seen it from, and we've seen it from Buffalo and. Um, that's not a good matchup right there. And so I don't, you know, could, could the Dolphins pull this off? Yeah. There, there have been a lot of unlikely playoff upsets through the years and even in the, especially in the early rounds. Um, I, I, I don't, you know, so could it happen? Sure. Will it happen? I don't, I don't like the I don't like the matchup at all. Uh, even if Tua plays, uh, I like I the matchup. This is I, I think like the matchup this, on offense. I like I, the matchup I, on offense. Yeah, yeah I don't. I not not defense. I, I don't. I don't know. I, like I I don't know if this they get out of the blocks fast enough. This I, I, this again. I'm being old guy, but I'm flashing back to. <laughs> Jim, you know, Jim Kelly, you know, and Andre Reed running up and down the field with Lewis Oliver chasing Andre Reed in the snow in the snow as they're just, you know, running up and down the field on the Dolphins. And Marino put up a lot of points, but it, they got down like by they got down like 17 or, you know, by two or three scores early. And it didn't matter that the Dolphins scored 34 points. Buffalo had like 44 already. So I it, it feels a little bit like that, like. I can see Buffalo coming out and, you know, Miami finding themselves in the wind tunnel. And then, you know, by the time everything stops and looks up, it's, you know, 24-7 or something like that, you know, or 20-3. to And uh, I, 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 like I, said, I don't like this matchup. I, I'm going to go 30, even if to a plays. I'm going to say 38-24 Buffalo. If we hit Skylar Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, you know, no. It's, 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 you know, get a Scorpio. We're not even going to put up a, we, we're not even going to put, I mean, it's not going to be like Georgia TCU, but, you know, it's, it's Oof, not, okay. it's, it's not, it's not going to be, you know, we'll be, you know, you know, we'll be, you know, talking about pizza toppings by the second half. Um, so I, I, I yeah, I, I don't want, I don't think the Dolphins are going to get what they need to pull off the upset, even in, in any circumstance, but is there a shot? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's definitely a shot just because, like dumb and dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> every every team in the playoffs has a puncher's chance. You know, um, there's you know, Josh Allen can have a bad day. 
deep, you know, their defense can have a bad day. You know, Dolphins have big play players um, that, you know, just things can, weird things can happen. You know, Devin Singletary, you know, I, I don't even know what his fumble stats are, but he might fumble the ball two or three times. Who knows? You know, who knows? Um, these things, things like that can happen. Things like that have happened. But if you're, if you're talking about what'll probably happen, yeah, I'm thinking the Bills, you know, go 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 out, you know, went, you know, get a, get a decent size lead, and the Dolphins are playing catch up most of the way, and or there's that one point, it's back and forth, and there's that one point in the game where there's things that the, the Dolphins don't trade. There's a, a special teams player too they that they don't get. And there's a driver to the Buffalo gets that the Dolphins don't get. And then the Dolphins are playing catch up. Uh, and so. Gotcha. So, that's what, that's what I think is likely to happen, but, and you know, if not, Hey, we'll we be back here next week. <sighs> I mean, I think we'll be back here regardless, but. <laughs> oh, we will? Oh, we will? Oh, we are? We are? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All but, season you know, don't mean we stop working, but no. Nah, so <laughs> back here talking about a game, and we're talking yeah. about the Dolphins' first playoff win since two thousand twenty-two years. Almost as old as me. There are people on that roster who are not born. <laughs> I'm sure when the Dolphins. I was gonna say Skylar Thompson even got it. Uh, I was gonna say I think he had to be corrected afterward. He was like, "Oh, what was he like? What's, what's it been? A uh, twenty-some years since he made the playoffs?" And uh, later on, we're like, "No, nah, no, nah, it's been twenty-some years since the team won a, won a playoff game." Uh, so so it's, it's been a while, but it's definitely exciting to be talking Dolphins and playoffs. We're both going with the Bills this weekend, although I'm a little more uh, optimistic if Tua plays. And obviously, that's the big question mark. And we'll definitely be updating you on his status as the week continues. Well, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Dolphins and Depth Podcast. I want to thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. As always, subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page, like, share, comment, subscribe to the Miami Herald. Got a bunch of great stories, a bunch of great coverage for the Dolphins' first playoff game since 2016. 2016. We'll be back (laughs) next. (laughs) Good job. You got that right. (laughs) We'll be back next week uh, to recap another weekend of Dolphins football. Win, lose, not tie because there are no ties in in playoff football. No tie in in football. Yeah. Playoffs at least. But uh, we'll see you next week. But uh, hope you enjoy the game and take care. See you. Peace.